0: Oh, jeez. Come on. Why is this even in our system?
1: It's a great question.
0: My favorite is when candidates play this. When they're running for office, they'll have this. I'm like, why, why would you want to play a song that makes people angry? Why is it in their system? That's the right question to ask.
2: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the
0: Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Billson. All right, I misspoke. It is not 81 degrees. It is 69. Sorry about that. 69 degrees, although it may feel that way here pretty soon. We'll keep our eye on 4145. Obviously, that's a big slowdown slog right now, 4145 Northbound Steph's on it, so we'll check in with her again here shortly. Hey, we should mention uh, DJ Casper passed away you may not know the name but i guarantee you if you've ever been to a wedding you'll recognize the tune the song is cha-cha slide this is one of those ones that you hear at just about every there it is right foot two stops left foot two and there's always the group that goes out on the dance floor that does it and it slowly gets bigger and then there's always like your uncle jerry and you're like really he knows this song It's the zenith of like family time at the wedding (laughs) Before everyone starts to kind of leave And it's just your friends left. The cha-cha slides like the zenith I never minded this one There are certain wedding songs that I uh, Always preferred not to hear Like a chicken song I was a no-go at our wedding Weren't gonna do that one Uh, But is this it? Is this the epitome of a a wedding song? I'm trying to think of what else would be on that list The must-haves Neil Diamond, maybe only because you can sing along to it so well. Feel free to text it in if you got one 616 1620 Old National Bank talking text line. The epitome of the wedding song. Or maybe it's this one. So, uh, rest in peace, DJ Casper. Hey, real quickly, I want to mention this. Uh, this is happening today um, at Northview. I'm sorry. Yeah, Northview Road. The... Kai 11 Save a Heart Mission is going to sponsor its fourth annual EKG testing event in Waukesha today. It starts this morning around 930. So Northview Road in Waukesha. Uh, I can give you the date here. It's or I'm sorry, the address. 1721 Northview Road. Um, if you search up Kai and Kai Mer- Lermer, you'll find out more about this. Basically, Kai Lermer was a young man who died from a heart condition And his parents have now made sure to ensure this doesn't happen to someone else. And it's in partnership with uh, the HeartSmart EKG. They're scanning kids, teenagers, to make sure that their heart is good to go and so they can identify heart conditions in young adults before they get themselves into trouble or, or have an issue that Kai ran into. And I really appreciate the lemmers doing this. I just think it's a you know, a tragic event that happened to them. They lost their son, and here now they're raising awareness for others to get their uh, EKG tests done for their kids. We brought our, our son, Noah, my 16-year-old, we brought him to this event last year in Waukesha. So it's at 9.30 this morning, 1721 Northview Road, an opportunity to uh, get your kids scanned for an EKG and make sure that there is no heart conditions that might be hidden in their lives. seven fifteen. we got sports from Brandon Snide, and it's next, and it's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber
2: Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide.
3: The Milwaukee Brewers walked in three straight runs in the top of the 10th inning in a 3-3 tie ball game on Tuesday night as they fall to the Colorado Rockies by final score 7-3.
4: 3-0 pitch. And he missed low, he walked him So three straight walks with the bases loaded It's 6-3 to Rockies Four walks in the inning And in this stretch of three straight walks There has not been a strike thrown
3: Lane Grin on the call here on WTMJ As you can hear the, uh, the booze rain down Anything more frustrating than a pitcher Ugh. in Major League Baseball that can't throw strikes? God, it's the worst thing imaginable. I was so mad I was more mad last night about that game than I probably should have been. <laughs> I get it, no, but it's frustrating. because you saw the Reds lose and speaking of the Reds losing, both uh the Brewers now leading both uh, Chicago and Cincinnati by a game and a half. Chicago won last night. They were in the Met, uh, in New York playing the Mets and the uh, the Reds lost, so it was more frustrating but the Reds losing and the Brewers unable to uh, to gain a game, but nonetheless they will look for the rubber match victory later this afternoon with coverage getting underway here on WTMJ starting at twelve thirty five. Over the NFL, where the Packers are set to hold a joint practice with the Bengals in Cincinnati later today, head coach Matt Lafleur excited to see what his team looks like on the field and what it can do for them off the field as well
4: i think it just gives us an opportunity to bond i think that camaraderie is an important part of this process and just that team chemistry the makeup the more these guys hang out together the more they get to know each other i think the more they'll they'll fight for one another and so i think it's it's a a unique opportunity going against one of the Premier teams in, in the National Football League
3: Practice gets underway this afternoon as the two Teams prepare for Friday night's preseason Game and speaking of football You knew this was coming Eric, former Packers MVP Aaron Rodgers made his appearance yeah. On the first yeah. episode of HBO's Hard Knocks
0: Congratulations again Take them all away baby Take them all away it's cool experience right here man
3: so, You'll be here one day. Hey, man, that's the, that's the plan. I'll be real old and gray when that happens. but. Hey, that's what I think about, bro. Like, you know, my mom always tells me, like, she always used to tell me to stay a kid as long as I could. And it's like, if I'm really going to do this, bro, I'm going to be older, bro. Because, you know, like, I got aspirations of
0: playing in the league for 40 years. It's going to be a long time. Yeah. I'm trying to be a 40-year-old.
3: That's Aaron Rodgers and Sauce Gardner. There, uh, they were in Canton for the uh, the Hall of Fame game. He comes
0: off as a pretty cool cat, sure. Uh, in the episode last night, now he also <laughs> has to know there's a camera on him at all times. He does.
3: I'm sure he plays into that a little bit. Right. And when he talks football, Aaron Rodgers is the best of the best. Right. But it's it's and the players other
0: love him like most, yeah players, most players yeah players him.
3: gravitate towards him. It's the other stuff like the coaches. I don't know if you had the opportunity to hear uh, Robert Sala's minute and a half long speech about eagles and falling out of the <laughs> sky and
0: did that land for you i was extremely I was, lost i
3: i just was just gonna say it i had no idea where he was going i listened to the whole thing i'm like what, what are we doing did not land <laughs> you're the jets talking about the eagles run team
0: he knows there's a camera on him i'm <laughs> telling you it is 720 we've had some issues on the roads we'll check in with steph graham here in a minute we're talking about Cha Cha Slide. DJ Casper passed away, and I, I said that's got to be on the on the list, right? On the, it's in the it's in the team photo of songs you hear at every wedding. And uh, Macarena got that one texted in here a lot. YMCA, yeah, yeah no, another one of those songs you don't need to hear anymore. Electric Slide, We Are Family, Celebrate. I'm embarrassed. I don't know this one by Artie Shaw. Someone texted in an Artie Shaw tune. I'm not aware of that one, but. Uh, 724, it is currently 69 degrees. Oh, jeez. Come on. Why is this even in our system?
1: It's a great question.
0: My favorite is when candidates play this, when they're running for office, they'll have this. I'm like, why why would you want to play a song that makes people angry? Why is it in their system? (laughs) That's the right question to ask. Uh, speaking of candidates, today marks two weeks until the Republican presidential primary debate, which will be held at Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee. Former Governor Scott Walker is uh, leading in uh, leading a role in that pursuit. He's part he's part of a group which is helping put that debate on, and he spoke to the Milwaukee Press Club yesterday, and also talked to a scrum of reporters afterward. And he thinks. Trump's going to be there. There's been no word yet from the front runner, but Walker explained why he thinks uh, the former president should go. 24 million people turned into that first debate. Um, Obviously, a lot of them were Republican primary voters trying to figure out who they might vote for, but clearly, if you look at the data, it wasn't just primary voters. It was people would vote in the general election, including some young people, and I think he risked losing yet one more opportunity to speak to all voters, but particularly to 18 to 29-year-olds. So what advice does Walker have for the other candidates who are well behind him in the polls? The primary candidates have to make the case to those voters that they'll do as well or better on substance and that they can defeat uh, Joe Biden. So if I was one of them, I'd say be as bold as you can on substance and be as clear as you can on how you're going to win the election, Meanwhile. The the general election right there. Meanwhile, uh, the former president uh, could see charges come down for in Georgia as soon as next week as uh, we're starting to get more details on that. Plus, uh, they are still going back and forth on some responses for what he has to do with his indictment with January 6th. That'll be likely later this week. A quick update on the cocaine Uh, (laughs) Yep, yep, I said that out loud. The cocaine, yeah, I found in the West Wing last month. Uh, New York Post is citing some other publications here um, saying that it may have belonged to someone in the family orbit of the president and that the president likely knows who it is. However, uh, they're saying that they don't necessarily think it was Hunter Biden's who uh, the speculation had always been. Of course, uh, the the president's son has um, struggled with uh, drug abuse. But here... According to the New York Post and some of these uh, Soldier of Fortune publishers, they made a claim that three security sources are telling them that uh, it was someone in the Biden family orbit. What that means, who knows, but they also seem to indicate that they don't believe it was Hunter. It was someone within the orbit. It wasn't Hunter, said a second source referring to the president's adult son and admitted drug addicts. So we'll never really learn, probably, but that's where that's at. (laughs) 41 45 northbound. Yeah, you're, you're crawling. In some cases, you're, you could almost walk faster than you're driving there. You're bottlenecking into the far right lane there near uh, Mayfair Road. So keep an eye on that situation. Speaking of walking, bull.
4: 3 2 pitch. And he missed low. And it is a walk to Tolia. Here's the 3 0 pitch to Tucker. And he missed low. He walked him. It's a four-pitch walk to Tucker. And the Rockies have taken a 4-3 to three lead. Rebase 3-0 pitch. And he missed down and away. Walked him. So another walk with the bases loaded. It's the third walk of the inning. And the Brewers' bullpen having their struggles throwing strikes here. 3-0 pitch. And he missed low. He walked him. So three straight walks with the bases loaded. It's 6-3 to three Rockies. Four walks in the inning. And... In this stretch of three straight walks, there has not been a strike thrown.
0: Uh, oh, boy. God, that was just killer last night at AmFam Field. A couple of questions about what happened there in the 10th inning. Brandon Snides here will check in with Jeff Levering and Brewers 360. We'll do that next. Time for an update
3: from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers walked in three straight runs in the top of the 10th inning in a 3-3 tie on Tuesday night as they fall to the Colorado Rockies by a final score of 7-3. to With the loss, the Brewers now leading the NL Central Division by a game and a half over both Chicago and Cincinnati. Milwaukee will look for the series win later this afternoon against Colorado. Coverage will get underway here on WTMJ beginning at 1235.
0: Brewers 360, sponsored by Holiday Automotive. Joining us is Brewers play by play man Jeff Levering. Oh, Jeff, that was painful last night.
2: Yeah, the 10th uh, the inning was not great. I mean, everything was great up until the 10th inning. And then uh, just kind of a bunch of paper cuts. Right. Thankfully, it was just 10 innings and not 11.
0: You know what it, it, all, re- it all worked out? You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like when my kids uh, play baseball and the coach says, don't swing until they throw a strike. <laughs> and then you, the kid on the mound is just struggling and struggling, and everyone's just dying as no one is swinging and just throwing balls.
2: Yeah, it's really tough. It's tough to watch. And I think Rock had a great line last night. He goes, "You know, you just wanna, you just wanna tell him to go out there and take it easy and just guide it over the plate, but you know, it's a lot easier said than done. Come right. on, just throw strikes. Take a little off. It happens, but." You know, last night was a tough one. Hopefully they get an opportunity to to get a victory this afternoon.
3: Jeff, I want you to kind of walk me through the the thought process in that ninth and 10th inning. For me, I put it on my Twitter feed last night. I would have saved Williams for the 10th inning. I I would prefer to have the best reliever, arguably the best closer in baseball with a runner on second than say a guy like Andrew Chafin and maybe use your Rebe in that ninth inning, and I'm not, and I know the thought process is: well, you got to get to the tenth. But for the Brewers, the lack of their offense trying to win it off in the bottom of the ninth was unlikely. Three straight outs, and in the tenth inning, you got that runner on second. A little bit of a head start for the offense. Talk me through that thought process. The the am I crazy, uh, Jeff? Is, is there a reason I'm not a major league baseball manager? Uh, I will say that your move would have gone
2: against most major league manager's decisions. Um, I, I just feel like more often than not, if you're at home and you are tied and you're on top of the ninth, you bring a closer in to try and keep the game there. And you give yourself an opportunity to win it in the, in the bottom of the ninth And I feel like Craig council has been pretty consistent in doing it that way. If you're on the road, it's a different story. If you're tied, you know, we saw the reds come into town and do that. And, and the brewers ended up beating Alexis Diaz. Uh, but if you're at home, Kind of a, the percentages say bring your closer in at that time so that you can try and win it in the bottom of the ninth inning and you don't have that runner starting at second base. Um, you know, I, I think the bigger question is why chafe in there in the tenth inning and not a Hobie Milner or even start with Uribe in the bottom of the tenth inning. But that's a, another question for another time. But I, I was fine with Devin Williams coming in in the ninth. Because uh, he's been doing that a ton over the course of the season,
0: and I so want to root for Chafe. And I just the, I, the the guy is just waiting to be a fan favorite. So you want him to have success, so we can all cheer on that mustache.
2: Yeah, no doubt. And and I think he he will have better outings, and he has had better outings. Yeah. Um, case in points just a couple of days ago. But yesterday, just it wasn't his day. And uh, I think Abner he pitched really well. Uh, once he was able to find the strike zone
0: so jeff levering joins us quickly here before we let you go jeff i heard you were at state fair yesterday uh there with the kids where where'd you go
2: <laughs> uh we did a little bit of everything we rode the rides my son did his first upside down ride experience of mm-hmm. his life so i was there sitting next to him for that we did some food i'm pretty sure i burned my the roof of my mouth on a fried pickle um <laughs> so no it was great it was a great time at the, fair.
3: Do you do the uh... Do you do the food before the rides, Jeff? You know, a little gamble there, <laughs> yeah, going challenge. upside down. Yeah, no, no chance. I'm, I'm a much more veteran State
2: Fair goer than, uh, than that. I definitely don't eat before I go on the rides.
0: Sounds good, Jeff our Brewers play-by-play man for Brewers 360. Back at it this afternoon right here on WTMJ. Thanks, Jeff. You got it, you guys. 7.49. We got major issues on the roadways. We'll check in with Steph Graham here in a minute. Thank you, Steph. Forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating. Your comfort is their family's tradition. Sunny, warm, and humid today. A chance for a late shower or a storm, but it'll be that scattered stuff again today. A high of 86. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy. A low of 66. Thursday looks nice. Sunny, a high of 83. Another chance for rain in the immediate forecast is Friday. Otherwise, the weekend looks dry. Eric that in for Vince Vetrano along with Mike Spaulding. Vince is back on Monday. A pretty neat story about two rookies on the Brewers team. Tausch is off this week. So we want to bring this to you from WDTMJ's Tony Cartagena, two Brewers' rookie sensations taking kids on a back-to-school shopping spree. Just
1: a couple hours before first pitch in the middle of their series against the Colorado Rockies, two Milwaukee Brewers' rookie sensations took time out of their busy schedules to make a difference off the field. free
2: swings, sends one to right, deep at the wall, gone for Saturday.
1: Sal Freelich and Joey Weimer took 20 kids from local boys and girls clubs on a back-to-school shopping spree at a local Meijer. each kid was given a budget of $125 and had time to shop for everything from pencils to markers to book bags to highlighters to as we'll learn in a couple minutes a very high end calculator. It's an exciting partnership that we have with the brewers so and doing an event like this it's definitely about planning and to maximize the the event for the kids is the is the most important thing. But yeah, of course just the excitement it brings to the building and for the children and everything is really the key to it. That's Stacy Director over at Meyer. He and his team helped Freelick, Weimer, and of course the five racing sausages check everything off the kids' back to school shopping list. And right as they were heading to the checkout line, Freelick had a couple extra minutes to chat exclusively with WTMJ. Thank you. Did I hear you drop a Y equals MX plus B over That's there? That's right, I did. Do you remember what that is?
5: The slope formula. Um, so I was going to, well, she wanted a calculator. She said she was in seventh grade, so um, she had gotten one. I saw the TI 84, so for like the best calculators for all that algebra and I was like you gotta get this one especially before high school so make sure to throw it in there
1: nice so some educational wisdom from that's right um you I know like high school for you wasn't that long ago um but what do you remember most just from a education and obviously athletic standpoint a, a
5: blast I mean high school was so fun I'm so really really close with all my high school friends and especially some teachers I had there and I think the impact that education can have on young kids lives is so big and um, I know how important it was for me growing up. So to see these kids excited about it is really cool.
1: That was going to be my next question for um, uh, You know, you make it to this level, but obviously you've had some help along the way. Any teachers you remember specifically send out to you?
5: Oh, yeah, a ton. I mean, Miss Lally from middle school, Miss Riley from high school. Like, I still am in touch with them. I see them when I go back home. Um, they help me. Obviously, their classes were definitely tough. But, um, you know, with, you know off, the, off the field and out of school stuff, just being there for support and stuff like that. Uh, I think teachers are such um, a a valuable occupation that we take for granted, and they're so special, so it's awesome.
1: So we're at a back-to-school event. Who was on, uh, what cartoon characters were on your lunchbox or backpack (sighs) when you were in elementary school?
5: Elementary was SpongeBob. It was always SpongeBob for me. Um, I think I ditched that and kind of took on the footballs on it, baseballs on it towards, like, 5th, 6th grade, and then, uh, yeah.
1: And then um, as we kind of wrap things up here, just kind of like your – lasting memory this being one of your first community events since getting called up to the bigs
5: how cool is this it's awesome Uh, I can't wait to get in touch with our you know um, community person and try to do as much stuff as I can because it is super rewarding and um, again helping out the, the community and the kids I remember being in their spot and um, looking up to the to the athletes in my town and in my city, so it's really cool.
1: So when you're daydreaming in class, obviously you're paying attention, <laughs> but when you were daydreaming in class did you ever foresee your debut going as well as it did?
5: <laughs> I did not, no. Uh there definitely was a lot of daydreaming, but uh yeah, no, did not expect you know especially at that young of an age to be a professional baseball player but uh happy we're here now
1: and i know you're about to go check out everything right now but what was like the coolest item or most uh, like intriguing thing you saw
5: i mean the lego set is so cool i'm legos pretty jealous i around. i know and she was like i really like legos i go we got to get one and Um, I might find myself back here uh, buying myself a Lego set. I think there's Um, an Amphan
1: Field Lego set. Is there? I'm pretty sure they do like a stadium it,
5: Yeah, that might be a a, a purchase in the near
1: future for me, so it was was really fun. Joey Weimer also said afterwards that this was his first big community event, and whether it was the looks on all the kids' faces or knowing that he helped provide essential back-to-school supplies for the upcoming academic year, he's looking forward to making a huge difference in the Milwaukee community. Tony Cartagena, WTMJ News. Good
0: stuff from Tony. Thank you, Tony Cartagena, with that piece of those Brewers rookies.